0: Other Miss to, to the top. You're tuned
3: in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, glad you're with us around the state this afternoon. Whatever super talk station you're tuned in on, whether it's online, this is Bob Getty and Michael Morgans and we're back on the road today. We're at Campus Bookmart here on Hardy Street with Miss Kathleen, and and to say that Hattiesburg is a buzz would be an understatement. Uh, Campus Bookmart, Michael Morgans buzzing as well.
4: Yeah, and I actually thought of this yesterday. Trying to figure out my schedule for this week, knowing I needed uh, some new Southern Miss stuff for the games this weekend. So I'm like, well, gosh, i am I going to go over to Campus bookmark Why don't we broadcast from Campus bookmark You had
3: a great idea. You had a great idea. We're going to be down here at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Aaron Fitt from D1 Sports is uh, joining us here in just a couple of minutes. Patrick McGee from NOLA.com on the show today. Michael Avalon, the coach of the new National Junior College Baseball Champions, the Pearl River Community College Wildcats. He's going to join us later in the show as well. This is Baseball Country, the national champion, Michael 30 miles from us here at Pearl
4: River Junior College. And that's why this weekend is also so important because we we want Southern to go to the World Series, but this is a statement to the rest of the country that Mississippi is a baseball state. And we've we've proven that. Of course, we had a state in the World Series last year, so this is this is really a statement to the entire country of uh, from Mississippi as a whole.
3: No question. We're really delighted to have Aaron Fitt join us on the show. Aaron is the managing editor and writer for D1 Baseball, the college baseball publication uh, in today's world. Aaron had told me that he covered 18 World Series. He lives in Durham, North Carolina. 18 World Series, Aaron. Uh, who better to talk to about this super regional than a guy like you?
5: Yeah, I'll tell you what. I, this is one I'm, I'm awfully excited about, and uh, and I told someone on Twitter last week, you know that if, if this matchup materialized, and, and I will, I will tell you guys up front that I picked this this matchup. I picked Ole Miss to win his regional. I mm-hmm. picked Southern Miss. I, I expected this. One of the few things I got right last weekend. Uh, and, I, and I told someone on Twitter, if this happened, I was going to, I was going to look for tickets. I was going to head down that way. Uh, but we got a guy who lives down okay. there, you know, in that part of the country, Mark Etheridge, and, and it just it makes more sense for him to drive. So he's he's going to go. I'm going to stay here in North Carolina, but I'm. I'm bummed about it because this is going to be an, an
3: awesome weekend. Hey, before we get into Southern Miss, Old Miss, and baseball, I want to talk to you for just a minute about, about D1 baseball. It really has become, I think, the go-to publication, the go-to poll for college baseball. For our listeners here in Mississippi that may not know the genesis of D1, how did you guys get this started? Because it has yeah. obviously become very, very big.
5: Yeah, well, the, the site itself started way back in 2001 uh, as just a scores and schedules, kind of a data site uh, that everybody used in college baseball forever, because there was no other place you could go to get the scores, and so they had great traffic, And uh, but it was just a utilitarian fight, didn't have any kind of written content or coverage, it was just scores, and so I, I think it was about 2014 um, at the SEC tournament, sitting with Kyle Peterson and Kendall Rogers, and, um, you know, two, two, two good friends in the business, and, Kendall and I had competed with each other for, for ten years. I was at Baseball America, and he was at, at Yahoo and uh, and Perfect Game, and, and we all said, "Hey, you know, what what if we all went into business together?" And, and you know, we bought D1 Baseball and kind of tried to turn into a one stop shop because everybody already uses the site for scores. And you know, what if we overhauled this thing and, and added content and hired a bunch of writers? And uh, and that's what we did. You know, and, and it's just been a blast to watch the thing grow. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's it's been it's been a heck of a ride.
3: Safe to say, and accurate is it not, it really, your polling has become the go-to poll for college baseball.
5: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think ESPN uses it on all their broadcasts, and the NCAA uses it. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, we've just we've got the right people. You know, we've got the right people. We've got a great staff of, you know, 10 or 12 writers, guys that have been around the game a long time and have credibility. And so I think, um, you know, that, that's really helped our, our business grow.
3: Now I looked at the regional projection uh, on D1 prior to that tournament. You were one of I want to say I want to say three riders uh, that picked Southern Miss. You've really been on Southern Miss all year long, Aaron, and I've heard a lot of comment about about uh, your enthusiasm and your recognition of this baseball program. What what has it been all year about this Southern Miss team that that you've
5: liked? Right, well, for me it really started in the fall, um, I was there for a fall inter-squad scrimmage, and I, I was there on a perfect day. I think Coach Barry must have known I was coming because uh, it was a nine-inning scrimmage, and he threw probably 16 different arms. They were all like the top arms. You know, I saw them all, and and they were <laughs> they were all good. I mean, it was just one guy after another after another with real stuff and, you know, either big velocity. I, saw, you know, I got an early look at Hurston Waldrop and his development, um, or, or you had guys that just had... Bring and miss, you know, change-ups uh, like Tanner Hall or, or, you know, Riggins. I mean, all these guys that just had real stuff. And, and I was just really impressed with the pitching depth. And then you, you look at, you know, just the uh, the veterans that they had back in that position player group. You know, I, I love that. I love college teams that have experience. Had guys like like Will McGillis and, and Danny Lynch and, you know, Gabe Montenegro and, and just all these guys that have meaningful college games under their belts. Um, there, there is some some firepower in that offense too. Obviously, I know pitching is the biggest strength of this team, but uh, I've, I've been on Slade Wilkes for a couple of years. It's good to see him figure it out now. Uh, I, I mean, he was one of my favorite freshmen in the country after seeing him in the fall a couple of years ago, um, and, and see him stay healthy and have a good year was, was very encouraging. And the same with with, with Peto. I mean, I just think he's a really exciting talent, guy has got a chance to be a, be a high pick next year. So see those two younger guys kind of figure it out and gel with the older guys. Uh, I, I just like the, the whole formula there.
3: Yeah, Pato, just named as you, I'm sure you know, freshman All-America. Uh, you know, we talked to him yesterday afternoon, and he w- when you're standing with him on the field, Aaron, he looks every every bit the part of a big-time athlete.
5: Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's really physical and athletic. I, I think it's true, you know, center field profile, a guy that can track it down, he can throw. Um, the power is obvious you know it's just uh, it, it's just a matter of, of, of the approach refining as he continues to grow that hit tool if he can really develop a mature hit tool then it's a, it's a legitimate five tool guy you know and it could be a really high pick.
3: The regional that was down here, Southern Miss and uh, LSU I was talking to you before we went on the air been around here a long long time. I, I think I'd have to be here a long time in the future to ever witness, a more incredible baseball environment than when the passionate LSU fan base Mm. and the passionate Southern Miss fan base collided and two just salty, salty college baseball teams. I'll tell you what, Aaron, it was, uh, in my estimation, college baseball at its very, very best.
5: Yeah, it sure seemed like it, just watching from afar. Um, I mean, those games were extremely intense. Um, you know, I mean, and, and the the lead changes, and, and LSU you, certainly you got to tip your cap to them. I mean, they look like they were done, and their, their what their first game of the regional era, and they came back, and then the second right. game in the winners bracket against Southern Miss, and once again, you know that that late rally. Um, at that point, it felt like, boy, this could be a dagger for Southern Miss. But I, I'm just so impressed with the way you know the the, the Golden Eagles rallied the next day and won two games and uh, were able to hold down LSU, prevent them from making another one of those those runs late in the game, and um, and then just a white-knuckle affair on Monday. What a, what a classic that one was.
3: You're not kidding. Well, you've know, you got to give credit to LSU. You're right. They score 14 runs in the ninth inning of their first two games. Incredible comebacks. Really gut-punched Southern Miss on Saturday night. That was a very impressive performance by LSU. But then, you know, to take that gut punch and come back and go through the losers bracket, beat a pretty tough Kennesaw State team, and come back and beat LSU two times in a row, is that why you is that why you're picking Southern Miss to win this super regional,
5: Aaron? It's a big reason, just the fact that they they showed that kind of resilience and toughness and, and heart after you know really getting their heart ripped out Saturday night. Uh, boy, that showed me a lot the way that they responded to that. I mean, I, I already, you know, really liked again. Thought it was an Omaha caliber pitching staff, and saw them again midway through the year in Charlotte, and walked away thinking the same thing: this is an Omaha team. Um, you know, oh. in fact, that was when I was really more convicted that this isn't just a really good team; this is an Omaha team. Um, oh. But you know, the, the, the response against LSU was, was really loud. And so, yeah, I think it's gonna be, it's a great matchup because Ole Miss is, is now playing like the preseason top 10 team that they were, you know, and they waited all year for it. Uh, and it just didn't happen. and didn't happen. And then finally they kind of figured it out late. And, and now they, they were clearly the best team down there in Coral Gables. And, you know, we thought they would be heading into the year. And, and now they're, they're just figuring out the right combinations on the mound. So it, it could go, definitely go either way. It's a fantastic matchup.
3: You're right. And you predicted this matchup, if I'm not correct. I mean, you you actually uh, were one of the few people that that pre- foresaw this Imagine, magical matchup here in the state of Mississippi.
5: Yeah, I had a feeling I didn't like the way Miami was playing and down the stretch in the ACC tournament. I thought they were vulnerable, um, and, and, and certainly you know uh, Arizona just kind of seemed light on the mound. And so even though Ole Miss was a three seed, it felt like one of those really dangerous three seeds that was playing with house money that you know, nobody thought they were going to be in the tournament, and then they were. And, uh, you know, and again, but it's a top ten team talent wise, and so yeah, it felt like felt like they were the most dangerous team down there, and. And, and like I said, I've been on Southern Miss all year, so uh, that one worked out for me.
3: We're talking to Aaron Fitt, who is the managing editor and writer for D1 Baseball. We're broadcasting live today at Campus Bookmark. We're going to continue our conversation with Aaron. Talk about college baseball in general and in the state of Mississippi next. Eagle Hour continues from Hattiesburg.
0: Southern Miss, to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
3: Hey, welcome back, everybody. Eagle Hour broadcasting uh, from Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street. Uh, our, our buddy Aaron Fitz got to go, but I, he agreed to stay for one more question. Aaron, really appreciate your appearance today, and I know you have another engagement. Real quickly, uh, what, what do you see, Aaron, right now as the national perception of the college baseball program's Southern Miss, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. What is the national perception
5: of of our baseball here? Yeah, I think it's just an incredible, you know, college baseball state. And um, I was telling you this off air, but it, it's one of my—I would say Mississippi, the state of Mississippi—is my favorite place to go. And, and I make sure I go there every fall and every spring um, because the fans are just so passionate uh, about about the, the sport at all three of those those schools. I mean, certainly, you know, you go to a game at Mississippi State or. Or Ole miss and you got those giant crowds and but you go to a game and you know at the Pete and it's just like it is really special the atmosphere there and uh, and the quality of baseball on the field I think matches and is worthy of the environments um, you know you got three I would say perennial top 25 caliber programs uh, and, and certainly Mississippi state coming off a national title is just, you know <laughs> even though they missed the regional this year uh, they, they kind of elevated their status a little bit last year so uh, awesome awesome state for college baseball and um, you know, as good as it gets for us, one of our most important markets for sure.
3: Uh, we appreciate you very much, Aaron. Next time you're in Hattiesburg, I hope we know. We'd love to take you out to dinner, man. Uh, thank you. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the Eagle Hour. Uh, my pleasure. Aaron Fitt, managing editor and writer for D1 Baseball, coming to us from Durham, North Carolina. Really grateful uh, for his appearance on the show. You're hearing a lot of expanded uh, Coverage of uh, the Super Regional on Super Talk here in Hattiesburg. You're going to hear a lot of commercials airing over the next few days from uh, businesses here who have really stepped up to congratulate the Southern Miss baseball team and embrace this great opportunity here in our community. want to say a thank you to Excalibur Vapes, Parish Tractor Company. Havard Pest Control, Advantage One Insurance, the Garris Insurance Agency, Realty Executives, Don Medley at Medley Law Group, Strix Barbecue, and Corner Market Food Stores uh, for coming on board and uh, really making this a special weekend. Michael, you've been here a long time. I don't know that we've ever, ever
4: sensed this kind of excitement in Hattiesburg. I'm waiting. I, I need to ask John Cox because he's going to know. Yeah, he'll be Since with us he's, tomorrow. He's the yeah. encyclopedia, but yeah, I, I don't think this has ever happened, and it's not—it's not simply Southern Miss, but again, it's the state as a whole. Whoever imagined the two Mississippi teams are going to be in the Super Regional, and that against each other, against each other, and the fact that a school from Mississippi is going back to the College World Series. There's just there's so many angles to this story that it, <laughs> that's what's so great about it. You you can't help but be excited. Even if neither of these are your team, uh, you just yeah. you have to be excited that this is your state. Uh, the eyes of the nation are on Hattiesburg right now. Uh, the traffic in Hattiesburg is starting to show it too. But I'm this almost 16 years I've lived here this is the most excitement i've seen here since so uh, well we're at campus
3: Bookmart on hardy street they're crazy uh down here uh, it has been, i see some help has come in which is good come on over here just a second we're going to bring this young lady on here for just a minute michael who is uh who is one is a student at southern miss and she works here at campus Bookmart. grab that headset there dear let the let our listeners know what your name is and uh, what you're doing here in hattiesburg
6: well, my name is Marissa Ruggiero. I am a senior at Southern Miss, and I'm just working down the summer.
3: Yeah, what, what are you majoring in?
6: Forensic science, specifically in wow. forensic anthropology.
3: Wow. wow. Where are you from?
6: I'm from St. Louis, Missouri.
3: Okay. And how did you hear in up here?
6: So whenever I was looking for schools, I was looking specifically for a university that carried a good forensic science program, and Southern Miss is one of the best ones,
3: mm-hmm.
6: specifically for what I want to do, so.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'll have to tell you real quickly, my daughter... Uh, put school here, worked at the Mississippi Crime Lab for about three years and uh, did forensic uh, medical work and uh, detective work, I guess you would say. And uh, she said it was the most fascinating thing she ever did in her life. You're in for quite a ride.
6: I'm excited. I'm super excited for it.
3: All right, you're a student here. You're a Golden Eagle. Yes. And, and you and I have met each other here before in this store. I've told you you look almost exactly like a child that was my <laughs> daughter's roommate down here. And those two were trouble. I hope you're not. I hope you're not like that. Uh, you tell me that uh, you're obviously uh, at the age that you uh, – Peru social media and there's a lot of smack talk going down around baseball there
6: is i've seen it all over twitter instagram snapchat everybody's getting excited for the games this weekend
3: was there a lot of smack talk during the lsu series
6: yes um (laughs) yes (laughs) and even though i was working majority of the time i know my friends whenever i talk to my friends they've seen it whenever they were at the games they heard it so Uh it's definitely competitive out here
3: you made an interesting comment to me as well you said that uh yeah, you know, the, the young people, they they want Southern Miss to win, but you said probably the, and you didn't use this word, but the craziest people are the grown-up people.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the adults uh, are getting really excited, especially, like, the alum. They love to see it. They love to see uh, their university and the boys doing so good because we've never, we've never uh, hosted a Super Regional, so I think everybody's getting excited for that. I mean, I'm excited. Um, where I'm from, college baseball is not really a big thing, so seeing the community down here is honestly so cool.
3: Were you a little blown away when when you first realized the passion there is for baseball in Mississippi?
6: Oh yes, like I, whenever I came down to Southern, I thought it was going to be all about football. But baseball season, um, Kathleen was saying, baseball season is one of their busiest seasons, and I was like, okay, whatever. But no, it shows that everybody loves baseball. Baseball is very popular down here.
3: It's pretty busy here today. I'm going to guess last week here at Campus Book was crazy.
6: I feel like that might be an understatement. <laughs> it's definitely super busy, but busy's good. Uh-huh. The people are so sweet. Everyone's just so excited for the boys. It's just awesome. It's just a positive community.
3: Busy already as we head into the super regional. Yes, definitely. Now, Michael, I got I got to relay this. She told me I'm gonna let you finish this. You told me some people have come in here and said you should. Start carrying some Ole Miss T-shirts, but not really being supportive of Ole Miss.
6: Yes, what? I don't know what. There was one specific woman that came in; she she cracked me up. But I forgot what she, exactly she wanted on the shirt. But yeah, it's definitely people want some Ole Miss gear versus Southern gear for sure. Right. I'm sure
4: someone's gonna come in at some point. Yeah. What's the Ole Miss section? Like, yeah, nope. <laughs> Has anybody come in here and actually thought you were going to have Ole Miss stuff?
6: Um, no, not really. I think everybody knows it's a Southern Miss store just because it's a gold building. It's a big gold <laughs> building on Harvey Street. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: well, I don't know some of the Ole Miss fans, though, You yeah, kind of have yeah. to guide them and yeah, direct them a little bit. They may be confused when they get down there. No,
6: but what was crazy was last week we actually had LSU people coming in and buying Southern Miss gear. So we never know.
3: Well, that's because I think they were trying to sneak in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, And probably. they were trying to portray themselves. But now the, the the people that have asked you about Ole Miss gear, let's clarify this. They want something, shall we say, snippy
4: about old Miss on the shirts. Yes. That we can't say on the air. Yeah. That's what we're It's not yes. like oh, Go oof. Rebels or anything. No,
6: like. not at all. Go
4: Rebels something.
6: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go exactly. Rebels somewhere.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. All right, have you got a prediction? What do you think is going to happen? Southern Miss all the way. I think you may be right. Yeah. I think. So have you enjoyed your life here in uh, Hattiesburg? And uh, have you have you made the transition to the Deep South?
6: You know what? I think living down here is super fun. However, I'm ready. I can't do humidity well. Yeah. So I'm ready. Yeah.
3: What are your plans, dear, when you uh, get your degree? Have have you started throwing out resumes? And uh, what um, are you going to do?
6: I plan on going to grad school. I want to go get my master's in arts and investigations. So that's the plan.
3: So you're going to be an arson investigator.
6: Well, I want to specifically focus on burned remains. So I want to go get my master's in <laughs> arson. So I've got that experience. And then I'll probably go, I'll have to go get my doctoral degree in so anthropology. So I have to ask,
3: why would a young woman like you want to focus on burned? Did you say burned remains? Yeah. Is that what you just said? Well, burned I, up people, in other words.
6: Yeah. Um, so it wasn't until actually um, my sophomore year sophomore no it was last semester so my first semester of my junior year i took an arson and explosives class uh-huh. and it was honestly so interesting and i didn't really have like that i didn't really think about it until i took that class and i was like no i think it'd be a really cool thing to specifically have that emphasis in burn remains because people might you know specialize in just remains but not that burned aspect
4: okay. That's a good point but I have a feeling my four-year-old—that's something that she'd probably go into. I just, I, as you're describing, it's like yeah. I can see her doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this Lizzie Thomas look-alike here is, a, is following in the same
3: path of Lizzie Thomas's former roommate, my daughter. Who, uh, I'm going
6: to have to see a picture of her. You're going to have to bring one in.
3: Who said? She says most exciting thing she's ever done in her life, and uh, that's good. I, th- I think you're in for a great. I'm going to find a picture of Lizzie and come by here one Please, day. Please, yeah. You. Hey, you're delightful. We thank you for thank coming you on. Thank you all so much. I appreciate all it. All right. We're at Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street, and we see some of our Southern Bank Corps buddies are here. Everybody's there's here. There's Daniel Stewart, who's going to be on the show tomorrow. That man standing right there is undefeated against Mississippi State. He'll. Don't ask about Ole Miss, though. <laughs> oh, don't ask about Ole Miss. Oh, okay, okay. Well, they cheated, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Daniel's going to be on the show with us tomorrow afternoon. We're going to be over at. Fuzzy's Tacos, and uh, we're just so grateful to Southern Bank Core for all they do. And uh, we don't ever want to go on location. We don't thank them, Michael, because if it wasn't for folks like uh, Daniel and the good guys at Southern Bank Core, we would not be here.
4: Right, exactly. Right, uh, but it's just it's awesome to see the entire community come out and support. Of course, we've been doing this for I don't know how many years. Now, everyone else All right. is catching up.
3: Right. All right. When we come back, we were at practice yesterday. We've got some great comments from Carson Pato. We talked to Charlie Fisher as well, some of the other guys from the team. We're going to share some of the thoughts from those kids with you. Continue our coverage of the Super Regional here on the Eagle Hour. Stay with us. <laughs>
0: Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back. Bob
3: and Michael, we're at uh, Campus bookmart on Hardy Street. want to thank our good buddies, of course, over at Southern Bank Corps and our regular sponsors, which includes some of the great businesses like Dickie's Barbecue and D1 Bat, and, uh, Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Uh, we're grateful, uh, to all those people, and, and needless to say, Miss Kathleen, who will be joining us shortly here from Campus Book Bar. Well, you never know who you're gonna run into. The town is just like on, uh, kinda like an ant bed right now, and, uh, a, a, a gentleman that I've gotten to know, and I, I, I think I, I'm happy to say has become one of my baseball friends, Mauricio Montenegro, who is the father of Gabe and uh, Rodrigo Montenegro, and um, good to see you here, man. I, I had no idea you'd be Thank here. You.
7: I, I didn't. I just uh, came over to the store just like any regular fan to get some stuff for, for the weekend, and uh, well, lo and behold, you're here.
3: Well, I'm glad you came because I, I know there's a deal going on right now. We want to let our listeners know about it, and it has to do with towels. Tell us about that.
7: Yeah, so so a couple, couple of days ago, I, I was just uh, uh, going through Twitter and stuff, and, and, and I... I remember about it actually was two thousand nine. I was at the Philadelphia Phillies World Series, um, and they had this towel things going on uh, during the World Series games. That, that those are red, of course. Mm-hmm. And it was it looked amazing to me, like the, all the people during rallies or uh, when there were two outs, uh, waving all those towels. And I just thought, wow, well, this would be kind of neat. Uh, because I know the black, gold, and the USM, USM, everything else. But, but I mean, if we if we get the the towels going uh, when there's two hours, when we are in a rally, every everybody together. So I just tweeted it, and and it wouldn't be great to, to have this and and put a tweet. It's the it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those people don't, don't know. not many people like the Steelers around here, but it was the Steelers uh, waving towels, and and it just caught on. I mean. I never thought it was going to cut on like that way, but everybody, I just uh, 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 tagged some of the important guys I know around town, uh, some fans and everything. And, and man, it's been all, um, the other thing I did is I put it up on the, we have, this is, this is uh, funny because uh, Melanie doesn't want, we, we have a, the, the moms from the team, they have a, a group for moms. But Melanie didn't want to be there because the the, the, the her phone doesn't get messages when we're mm-hmm. out of out, mm-hmm. out of the states. So they asked me to be in there. So I'm the only dad on the group with all the moms. So it gets <laughs> not, a little not hectic a bad sometimes, place, right? <laughs> So I put it up there, and and so now what happened was that all moms are getting about a hundred towels and bringing them to the stadium tomorrow uh, on Saturday. And we're going to hand them out. So oh. we're going to have about two thousand towels to hand out to the fans. Wow. So if, everybody, if anybody doesn't have one, don't worry about it.
3: So they can just we'll get, get one covered. when they come to the stadium.
7: Yes, that's if, awesome. if you want to come with yours or, or have some others to hand out to the people around you where you're sitting at, that's great too. But uh, we're going to we're going to be ready for you for when people everybody. come
3: in the stadium. You'll have these yeah. towels. To we're hand
7: getting out. we're getting authorizations authorization from marketing people to see if we can hand them inside the stadium at some spot there. We're waiting on them. But the other no. thing I, I now I, I know is, is that it caught on to because there's a Spirit uh, Park watch party. There's a yes.
3: Spirit Park yeah. watch party. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, they know that a lot of people want to see the game that cannot get in the game, so they're going to be setting up a 20-foot video wall and audio system where you can go to Spirit Park and you can watch the game tomorrow after or Saturday afternoon, and uh, Sunday afternoon, and, and throughout the deal. So it'll open at two o'clock. It's free parking at the Cochrane Center, and uh, they're just asking you can bring your own food and beverage. Food trucks will be on site for the event, and uh, fans are encouraged to bring chairs, coolers, blankets, and come enjoy the Golden Eagles.
7: Yes, yeah, so this is when I went because I, I got in touch with uh, Mr. Brad Smith, marketing, uh, 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 Southern Miss marketing right, director, right. in. It's uh, now I am knowing that uh, Forest General and some other sponsor they're gonna give away towels at Reed Green Stadium for the for the games. So they have about three thousand towels. Wow! So I guess people can get them also for the Spirit Park wash party yeah. or the stadium, whatever.
3: So Ole Miss fans have no no idea what they're in store for. <laughs> I, do don't they, so. no. <laughs> I
7: don't think they'll so. No,
4: they'll probably be grabbing <laughs> towels, thinking, "Oh, how nice! Is it warm? Do I?" <laughs> yeah. Hey, nobody knows these kids better than you. We had a chance
3: to talk to some of them yesterday. I want you to listen to this interview now that you're with us. Carson Pato, a freshman, I think budding superstar, uh, was named uh, Freshman All-America just this week. And I caught him after practice yesterday, asked him where he was uh, when he heard that, and also I asked him, Mauricio, about the signal he sends to all the fans after every home run. Here's what we heard from Carson Pato. All right, Carson, Pato on the Eagle Hour. Lots to ask you about uh, your name, Freshman All-America. Where were you when you got the news? What was your reaction?
8: Uh, I was in my bed watching TV, and uh, it it definitely put a smile on my face. It's a a blessing and an honor to have that uh, be named Freshman All-American, and um, I'm super, super grateful for the honor to be called that. All right. So this is your first year as a starter
3: here. I want you to put in perspective. You've had a fantastic season, obviously by the All America. Uh, put in perspective what this year has been like for you.
8: Um, it's kind of been a kind of been a roller coaster. Kind of came in the year, uh, wasn't really going to play that much, and then I just kind of got an opportunity to start playing. Uh, kind of had a couple slumps, and then uh, mentality just kind of wasn't there sometimes. But that's baseball. You just kind of kind of. Get out of the mental slumps, and then, and then we get put in a good position to host a regional, and then we win it. So, and then, just the energy and atmosphere is just nuts. And then, so it's just been a, it's been crazy, really. Can't really, can't really put it into words. It's been really cool. That
3: was my next question? Talk about this atmosphere that was at Pete Taylor Park all weekend.
8: Um, it's really unmatched. We got a very, very good fan base, and um, Coach Barry said it, a lot of, the, a lot of teams in Mississippi do Mississippi fans. There's, there's no fans like ours, so. Uh, the atmosphere is always really good. Whether it's a big crowd, small crowd, they're always here to support, and they're yelling and they're rooting for us. So uh, it's, it's definitely one of the cooler things about yeah. playing here.
3: Your career is just starting, and yet you're two games away from playing in the College World Series.
8: That's an incredible feeling. Uh, I mean, we're not looking too far ahead, but um, we definitely know the next stop is Omaha. But, um, that's definitely something that's uh, crossed our minds, and it's, it's, it's really crazy to think about. But um, we're just going to try to take it one game at a time and try to keep level-headed and stay humble and hungry. Are you talking
3: about it as a team, or are you just not bringing
8: it up? Um, we're not. We're realistic. We know what the next step is. We know, like, now it's Super Regionals, and then if we win this, we get to Omaha, but we're definitely not rushing it. We're just going to try to take it one game at a time and then um, see if we can't win both games and then make it to Omaha.
3: All right, when I see you launch these moms over into the roost, I, I get the impression you're giving them kind of a salute when you hit the second.
8: I do. I throw up, and, uh my mom, when we were younger, we did the uh, I love you sign with our hand, and uh, they just show a lot of love and support to me, so I figured I'd give some back. And uh, whenever I hit a home run and they get a ball, that's what I try to do. I just try to show them I love them because they love me and support me.
3: Final question. Has yes, becoming a Golden Eagle been what you hoped it would be?
8: Definitely, it actually has been more than what I hoped. Uh, I just hope to have fun here and uh, win some ball games. And now we're hosting a Super Regional, so it definitely surpassed my expectations. And uh, a lot of good, just a lot of good team chemistry going on. A lot of friends that I made along the way, and it's been awesome. All right,
3: I'm looking forward to you putting one out of the park in Omaha.
8: Thank you. Hope we can.
3: Mauricio, you played on the Guatemala national team for a number of years. Uh, you're a world-caliber baseball player. Run a big academy uh, in your home country now. Size up this kid, Carson Pato. If you look at him physically, he looks like the prototype athlete. How good can he become?
7: Oh, he's – one of the things that uh, – first thing about him is um, um, discipline, effort. Of course, uh, he, he registered last year, and uh, – he i'm sure he put on, you know all the effort cuz you you can be a good athlete you can be a good baseball player um, talented and everything but if you if you don't get the, the grind of the, the everyday grind and put in the work you're going nowhere and and you can tell all of these kids do that i'm 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 100% sure cuz cuz i've seen it and uh, this kid i mean sky's the limit mm-hmm. really tell you the truth
3: upside he's got what i hear you say i guess you could be a kid like him with all the ability, but the ability alone doesn't get you
7: oh, to hundred percent. I mean you can get to to uh, to some some part of your career, um, whatever that is, but to get to the next level, uh, you're gonna need you're gonna need him put in the work. That's no 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 nonsense about it.
3: Played for the Guatemalan national team, you played against some of the best ball players of the world. Uh, I, I'm sure the grind was enormous.
7: Yeah, I, I mean, and and uh, we we're always we we're always the underdogs, and uh, and you, I mean, sometimes you like to be the underdog, you know, because because you, you you kind of like to get that uh, tied into you, and and so you can show uh, what what you're made of. So I'm 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 sure these kids are are up to it. And 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 going back to to Carson, he reminds me a lot of Gabe when he was. Uh, um, a freshman, because Gabe was registered in his first year as well, and and um, Carson wasn't supposed to be in the lineup uh, right. at the at the beginning of the year, and uh, he had this little opening there, and same thing happened to Gabe, grabbed it didn't? and grabbed it, and he hasn't gotten it. Gun, Got yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm glad you stopped by. And I just can't tell you how much I've enjoyed You too, baseball always this It's always year, a pleasure friend. see you guys. We'll be back uh, broadcasting live from Campus Bookmark, Hattiesburg.
0: Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top.
3: Hey, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting live from Campus Bookmart here on Hardy Street. A beehive of activity. I'm telling you what, man, Super Regional Baseball brings out the fans, and uh, there's just been a steady line of them here at Campus Bookmark since we got in today. We're hoping uh, to wrestle Miss Kathleen down. She's probably the busiest woman in Hattiesburg right now, and I think she's over there. Attending to a customer's need, uh, hopefully we can get her over here uh, before the break, but we want to thank them uh, for having us down here this afternoon, and uh, we're going to be broadcasting another hour here from the store on Hardy Street. Hattiesburg Super Regional Baseball coverage on Super Talk Mississippi uh, throughout the weekend being sponsored by Excalibur Vapes, Paris Tractor, Havard Pest Control, Advantage One Insurance, the Garris Insurance Agency, Realty Executives Don Medley at Medley Law Group, Strix Barbecue and Corner Market food stores. You're going to be hearing, uh, you're going to be hearing their commercials throughout the weekend, and uh, we thank them for stepping up and uh, voicing their support for Southern Miss. Michael and I will be uh, right across, uh, well, a couple hundred yards down the street tomorrow. Two-hour show tomorrow from Fuzzy's Tacos. We're uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, John Cox is going to be joining Michael and I at the fuzzies tomorrow former Southern Miss uh, great shortstop Michael Sterling is going to be on the show with us legendary baseball coach Hill Denson uh, making a return appearance uh, former pitcher Daniel Stewart on the show and I hear I hear rumors that the big guy himself Steve Davenport owner of telesouth media, is uh, going to be joining us uh, tomorrow live
4: too, Michael. This It's Baseburg. I know that's what the, the city's hashtag is right now. Everybody wants to be here. And I mentioned to you off air a couple years ago, I had a conversation with somebody because all these hotels have been going up around town. And someone mentioning, why are they building all these hotels? They're never going to fill them. The entire city is booked now. And Correct. there's one that's still going up, and I imagine that the owner of that building is wishing Correct. they had started sooner. Uh, but, yeah, the the energy, and it started as soon as Monday night's game was done. I was out around town with my wife and daughter. It was like the air changed. It wasn't the humidity this time, right, right. but just the energy completely changed, right. and it hasn't left this whole week.
3: We're going to try to find out, and it'll take a little time uh, to gather this information. But, you know, Michael, when, when you consider that the Conference USA Baseball Tournament was here, then you have the NCAA Regional Championship here, and now you have a super regional. At a time that, well, we know, at a time when our business community really could have used a diffusion mm-hmm. of energy and capital, boy, they've gotten it, and and I think we're probably going to be a little dumbfounded When all the numbers are in and we realize just how much money this brought in.
4: And all these people coming to Hattiesburg and seeing the Southern Miss campus and what we've been talking about with the Midtown District and all this development over the years that now we get to show this off uh, and have been showing it off for the last few weeks. And, again, there are people nationally that are coming here that really just like baseball and want to be a part of it, whether they can get into the game or not. Of course, now that they've got the the screens in Spirit Park, but just – People wanting to be a part of something realizing how big this is. This is such a great opportunity for the city to, to shine and to show everybody what we've known for a long time, just how great the Pine Belt in Hattiesburg area is. This will clearly be
3: this will clearly be the biggest sporting event that's taken place here and clearly the biggest three week stretch of
4: athletic uh, greatness uh Hattiesburg's ever seen. Statistically i think it's almost impossible for this to ever happen again because everything just <laughs> went right in right. A, a perfect line right. and the, the planets aligned and yeah the odds that's why everyone needs to again whether you can go to the game or not just be here and, and be out in the city go to fourth street or somewhere watch the game and or come to campus bookmark because like you said we've seen everybody who's anybody come through here in the last two hours we've been here uh it's just it's amazing and i had a feeling that's how it's gonna be like because that's how it is before a football game but uh, there's something different going on right right. now
3: have we got time to get her on this segment i think so all right miss kathleen grab that headset this is the lady that runs campus bookmark and uh this place is the only place you really need to come and you got to make a stop here to get your Southern Miss apparel before before the game. Pull that microphone out. Pull it straight out. There you go. All right, Miss Kathleen. It's yes. crazy down here. And yes. uh, you said you were here to like one o'clock in the morning?
9: Yes, sir. We got a shipment in late yesterday afternoon when it was supposed to come earlier and I stayed to do the internet
3: orders. Wow. All right. So can people come down here? Let's clarify this. I see Conference USA Championship T shirts. I see a ton of Southern Miss baseball stuff. You do have super regional T-shirts in the house. Yes, sir, and
9: I'll have some more tomorrow.
3: And can people? And what are all these bags? I is this your online stuff that that's, people? That's the ones that we sold last night. Really, online. Yes. So you do a lot of online business.
9: A lot of online.
3: Right. And uh, so, how many T-shirts will you have? Do people need to get here early to get them? Is there going to be a limited supply?
9: Well, we don't ran out of. From yesterday, we done ran out of uh, three of the sizes. But I have a shipment that's supposed to be coming in today. But, that, okay. you know, uh, when I get it, then I believe it.
3: All the regional stuff is sold. Yes. You, yeah. wow. Okay. So. Yes, come. we
9: have no more regional.
3: No. A couple of weeks ago, tournament, I'm in the baseball office. Scott Berry calls me and says, come here, Bob. I'll show you something. I walk in. Who's sitting on the couch? He goes, do you know this lady right here? Making making, him sign baseballs. Yep. Yeah.
9: I love Coach Berry.
3: Uh, we all do. Yes. All right, we're going to be down here another hour, and okay. next time now we're going to grab you by the arm and bring you over here and sit you down where you have more time to talk to us.
9: Oh, okay. That, that okay? sounds good. Sure.
3: All right, sure. we're at Campus Book Mart with Miss Kathleen, one of our very favorite people. Uh, we're going to come back here shortly. Uh, we got a... Really great guest coming down. Michael Avalon, who just coached Pearl River Community College to the National Championship, is coming here to Campus Bookmark. We'll be right back.
0: southern miss to the top top. you're tuned in to the eagle hour
2: Inside the Hattiesburg Super Talk Studios, it's the Southern Miss Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Michael Murgans are on location at Campus Bookmart. Good to have y'all listening this morning or this afternoon, as it were, just a little bit after two o'clock. Patrick McGee from Nola dot com joins us as we await uh Bob and Michael coming back on the line. Patrick, how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing great. Now, uh, th- th- who would have imagined uh, Southern Miss and Ole Miss meeting in a super regional in Hattiesburg? The biggest, uh, the b- the biggest deal in Hattiesburg in recent memory, if memory at all.
10: Yeah, it's it's something that you know it's kind of a fever dream for uh, Southern Miss fans to be in this position. This is uh, you know. Not just a regional, you know. you had state come in for the regional, but now you get the super regional. Now you have Ole Miss come in, you know, a program they almost hate more <laughs> than Mississippi State. So, right, uh, it's it's just setting up. It's it's highly unusual. It just doesn't really happen very much in the super regional round like this, and to have it happen in Hattiesburg, uh, I, I, no doubt, has everybody buzzing.
2: And we'll welcome, Bob and Michael, back into the conversation.
3: Hey, Patrick, uh, glad you're with us this afternoon. If I if I'd have told you. At the start of the year, this was going to happen. Would you have just thought I was insane?
10: No, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, once they saw kind of Southern Miss work for the first month of the season, saw a lot of potential in this program. and I, But, I, you know, a lot more people saw Ole Miss being in this position. They were re- really highly ranked. Uh, but it's been a weird season. Uh, you know, uh, Ole Miss is, was hot early, then fell apart for a while, then, then got back online. They late with a, a sweep of Ole Miss. So no, I mean it was it was a strange as, as any college baseball season it is it was a weird one, and for those two teams to really kind of meet back uh, at this point of the season is, is very strange just by how their seasons kind of diverged and, and 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 Bianco's job seemed in danger and it may still be in danger, uh, but to to meet up at this point is very very unusual.
3: I right, break this thing down for us, Patrick. Uh, uh, let's talk about pitching. Let's talk about defense. Let's talk about hitting. Let's talk about any mm-hmm. any intangible about a baseball team that you think is important. Who has the edge in your view uh, in those different categories?
10: Well, I think the one area I've been looking at most is, is pitching. Is kind of going through and look at the numbers that Ole Miss uh, their Ole, the Ole Miss guys have. They have you know it's not elite numbers by any means among their starting pitching, but they are kind of a confident. Of, confident in Hunter Elliott, a freshman who's come on late for them, a, a left-hander. Then you have Delucia who's become kind of a reliable guy. Then they, they don't really have that third guy, uh, third dependable guy like Southern Miss has. So I, I think obviously maybe Ole Miss, it, uh, the Ole Miss bullpen has looked a little bit better here of late than, say, the Southern Miss bullpen. Uh, but it's, it's obviously a clear edge in terms of pitching staff for, for Southern Miss as far as hitting goes. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's hard to kind of argue. And really all that matters is who's the hottest at the, at the plate. Right now you would have to say Ole Miss is the hottest, and they still have Tim Elko there just hitting bombs left and right. But uh, if Ole Miss – I mean, if Southern Miss can be, you know, uh, uh, take advantage of, of walks and like Elliot and he's walked 10 guys over the last nine innings pitch. So I think, you know, you're, you're, you're going to see an Ole Miss staff that's going to give Southern Miss opportunities here and there. Can they take advantage like they did? Late against LSU those last two games, uh, but it, in terms of just overall depth and and how that lineup lo- looks, you mean you have Gonzalez and Dunhurst, the guys' numbers have been down a little bit. I would give Ole Miss a slight edge uh, in the uh, in 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 terms of the lineup. As far as defense goes, I think Old Southern Miss is pretty solid across the 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 field. I guess the one weakness I worry about with Southern Miss is just in the outfield; they don't cover quite as much territory as you would like to. I know Ole Miss is going to be pretty solid across the board in, the, in terms of defense. But they're really good behind to play, as is Southern Miss. Uh, but they have some veteran guys, really talented guys in Dunhurst and Gonzalez on the defensive side.
3: All right, so Southern Miss announced yesterday that they've kind of rotated the starting pitching rotation a little bit. Waldrop, yeah. Hall, Riggins is the lineup. Uh, Waldrop pitched last Saturday. Hall tried to pitch some uh, start of the week. From a, from a, this perspective, tell me if I'm right or wrong. If Southern Miss gets this first game, and you're Ole Miss, and you've lost the first game, and you've got to face Tanner Hall in an elimination game, that's a pretty big hill.
10: Yeah, yeah. It's it. I mean, game one is absolutely crucial in all these super regionals, just like it is in any you know regional or super regional. Uh, but yeah, if if Southern Miss gets that one, if Waldrip comes out, you know, throws seven or eight innings. Uh, sets up the staff, including you know Tanner Hall for the rest of the weekend. It's going to be really, really, really tough for Ole Miss to come back and do it in Hattiesburg. Uh, so I, I would right. think that Southern Miss, you know, they're already a slight favorite on their home field game one. Uh, I don't see why there's certain odds that have Ole Miss being a, a better favorite to win the College Warriors, World Series than Southern Miss because you got to win that first game. You know, you know, Southern Miss has got enough pitching to come back on the next few days and win it, but it will be very tough. But Southern Miss has the pitching depth. Ole Miss doesn't necessarily have that.
3: All right, do you think Southern Miss uh, worries at all about fatigue after that brutal battle with LSU? Ole Miss had it pretty easy compared to Southern Miss, or at this point of the year, is that not a factor?
10: I I don't see it as being much of a factor. Uh, You know, both teams will have the same amount of rest coming off the weekend. Both of the teams played on Monday. Uh, It actually kind of played in the USM's favor a little bit that that uh, regional guy had some delays in it. Uh, so both teams will have the same amount of rest, but there's no doubt that Southern Miss had the tougher route to get here. Uh, they had to play a lot of baseball, a lot of <laughs> – every inning counted. I mean, it was just every run, every pitch. Uh, so if, there, if there's one way to put it, Southern Miss is a little bit more battle-tested, a little bit more on edge uh, coming in than Ole Miss maybe. Because, Miss, you know, relatively Ole Miss had it pretty easy in Miami Regional. I think that's a Miami team that's really kind of falling down late, and the Arizona team that just, you know, kind of ran out of gas there in the end. So – uh Southern yeah. Miss comes in a little bit on, more on edge, a little bit more battle-tested at this point.
3: I'm going to describe those three games with LSU as like heavyweight fights. It's like watching mm-hmm. Frazier and Ali standing in the middle of the ring just ex- exchanging haymakers.
10: Yeah, I mean, and, and just watching it, I didn't, you know, I didn't leave that weekend thinking, well, Southern Miss played its best baseball. It really didn't. Defensively, it made some mistakes. Uh, they left a lot of guys. Uh, on base and, and you know guys like Waldrop you know he, he looked pretty rough there for an inning or two uh, coming out, you know, and Tanner, you know, so I I, I think Southern Miss can play better baseball this weekend. Uh, I think maybe they get some of those jitters out of the way. The bullpen's got to be a little bit better. Uh, Rogers and, uh, and and some of those guys, Harper, uh, those guys can be better. So uh, Southern Miss needs to kind of up its game this week, and they're going to have to because Ole Miss is going to come in playing really well. They're a hot team. And I I expect Southern Miss to step up.
3: Compare Ole Miss to LSU, Patrick.
10: Um, I think LSU is a is 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 a more athletic team uh, in the field and at the plate. Uh, You know everything's really built around Elko. You have Gonzalez, shortstop, who's really a super duper prospect. Uh, You know this team isn't that different than what Southern Miss fans saw. Uh, last year in Oxford, except they don't quite have the pitching uh, You know, the, the, they don't have quite the, the, the bell cow ace that that team had a year ago, and that's what makes this Ole Miss team a little bit more vulnerable uh, in that they just don't have the overall strength and just overall quality on the pitching staff uh, but that lineup really is is not that different, uh, and they're really starting to swing, and Mielko hit three home runs the last time out, uh, but they're going to face a lot better pitching in Southern Miss
3: Yeah, I thought, really, the difference in the end between the LSU team and Southern Miss was the, was the pitching depth. Southern Miss was able to bring mm-hmm. in relievers that, that stood the test. LSU's relievers seemed to struggle at times. They mm-hmm. actually, at times, seemed a little intimidated by the craziness of the crowd yeah. that was going around them. How do the, the two teams, Ole Miss, LSU, how do they compare in pitching?
10: Uh, well, I mean, I, I would say in terms of they, they maybe LSU had a little bit more ex- experience in terms of you know you look at a guy like Hillary, they've been around for a long time. They don't really have that that experience number one like LSU had, but otherwise, I would say Ole Miss is probably a slight improvement over LSU, just from the standpoint of where they are at this point in the season. The LSU pitching staff, had kind of been up up and down all season. They didn't really have the quality starting pitching. Uh, If you look at what Ole Miss did in Miami, and kind of late in the latter stages of the season, the pitching staff, I think, started to step up. Uh, So I I think we're seeing a younger pitching staff at Ole Miss. The the Elliott kid is really kind of coming on a little bit, even though he's lost a lot of guys. Um, I I think it's – they're pretty comparable in terms of overall quality between Ole Miss and LSU, uh, but just the way they threw they uh, threw there in, in Miami with the bullpen really kind of stepping up. I think they'll face a little bit better pitching from Ole Miss just because they'll have better, more confident arms coming out of the bullpen. And Southern Miss honestly has to be a little bit more. Their pitching staff has to a little bit have a little bit more swagger, a little bit more confidence on the mound. I thought you say LSU was a little intimidating. I thought some of the, especially early during the regional, I saw some of the some of the Southern Miss pitchers kind of impact uh, by the environment, mm-hmm. so I, I, mm-hmm. so I think, like I said before, I think maybe Southern Miss guys get that, get those jitters out of the way, and we'll see a more confident group in this in the Super Regional.
3: All right, can you hang around, Patrick?
0: Sure. All
3: right, Patrick Nola.com, He's going to stay with us. More to talk about, obviously, about the Super Regional. Want to talk to Patrick? I'm going to let him hear from Charlie Fisher, get his thoughts about this kid as well. One of the great stories on the Southern Miss team this year. More from Campus Book on Hardy Street with Patrick McGee from NOLA.com. Eagle Hour on the road.
0: Southern Miss to
3: the top. The Eagle Hour is at Campus bookmart on Hardy Street, uh, right across the street from the Southern Miss campus, which is like a bed of fire ants here in Hattiesburg and here at Campus Mart, There is an air of excitement in the air that if you didn't know how hot it was outside, you might think it's two days from Christmas.
4: Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a whole <laughs> That's lot That's a good fun. point, yeah. yeah. It's, it is like Christmas in here.
3: Hey, expanded uh, weekend coverage of the Super Regional on Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, you're going to hear their spots all week long, uh, sponsored by Excalibur Vapes, Paris Tractor, Havard Pest Control, Advantage One Insurance, the Garrison Insurance Agency, Realty Executives, Don Medley at Medley Law Group, Strix Barbecue, and Corner Market Food Stores. Before we go back to Patrick... There is one thing I want to talk about, Michael, and you're going to appreciate this because you've experienced Mo
4: Beignet yourself. Mm -hmm. And I got uh, a a funny look when I brought this up this week until that person went there. But there is a a famous Beignet place that everyone talks Mm -hmm. about. I've been to a thousand times, and I'm going to be honest, Mo Beignet is better. Plus, they have the dipping sauces, which is unique. So, right. yeah, that's my new favorite place. Where uh, I'm going to when we're done here.
3: We kicked off, my wife and I, the regional tournament last Friday morning. Went to Mo' Beignet and uh, had the beignets, the
4: lattes. I sound like an old Miss fan. Of that. But I had the beignets, <laughs> the lattes. That's all They're expecting warm towels at the game. That's what they're going to think those are. And some of that sauce, it mm. was absolutely delicious. They're on Hardy Street. They're right across the street
3: from the Southern Miss campus. They are huge Southern Miss fans, so uh, they're supporting the university. We hope you'll support Mo Beignet this weekend on Hardy Street. Patrick McGee is in New Orleans with NOLA.com. You probably know a little bit about Beignets yourself, Patrick. Yeah, you know, I'm not a Beignet guy.
10: I mean, I can appreciate a good Beignet, but there's just other sweets I prefer, like a dobage cake or something like that. That's, that's, oh, that's wow. more nice he's, he's getting my
4: serious. Guy. Yeah, now, a chocolate it? no, no badge. Badge. what,
10: it's, what, what it's, is that, It's it's hard to explain. I, it's 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 almost got like this really thick, rich chocolate pudding within the cake, and ah. it's just it's outstanding. It's it's without a doubt the ah. best cake I've ever had.
4: So as we continue food talk <laughs> on Super Talk <laughs> on the Mississippi, food Channel, yes,
3: <laughs> there really isn't much good to eat down there in New Orleans, though, is there, no, Patrick? That's really. the truth. Isn't there's it? there's too
10: much of it, and I can't afford all of it.
3: <laughs> yeah I got gotcha. you. All right, Patrick, uh, you know we've been we've been talking to all you sports guys uh, uh, throughout the week about the, about this super regional and uh, I, I want to give you I want to ask you the same thing that I asked Rick Cleveland earlier this week, but you put in perspective how you think now from a national perspective, college baseball is seen in the state of Mississippi?
10: Well no, I, I think with every year it really kind of reinforces the idea. I mean, I've said it for a long time that Mississippi's really – the states of Mississippi and Louisiana are really kind of the center of the college baseball universe Uh, with LSU and UL. And and in the past, you've had Tulane that's had really good success, Louisiana Tech's on the way up. Uh, But in terms of, like, the three programs uh, that everybody looks to in the state of Mississippi, and those are two – you know, those are three top-notch programs. And in Southern Miss is kind of increasingly – Kind of getting up to that level of consistency we've seen on uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss, and this year, you know, at least for one season, uh, up to this point, they're really kind of they've outdone those two programs. So it's right. you know Mississippi is a big deal. Nowhere, the one thing that everybody understands that nowhere in the nation are fans more passionate about college baseball. I know some folks in Arkansas or Louisiana would probably disagree with that, but I, I, I just don't see how anybody can really kind of argue argue against that.
3: No, I'm not a promoter. I don't know how you go about doing this. But how about a how about a, a a pre-conference tournament every year that has LSU, Lafayette, Tulane, State, Ole Miss, and Southern Miss? Would that well, be a hell have, of a baseball yeah. tournament? They used it?
10: to have it. Yeah, they <laughs> used to have it at the Superdome uh, in the Win dixie yeah. Showdown. Uh, I know. I think folks have talked. I think UNO was involved with that as well at some point um yeah i mean it's 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 where do you hold it you know i mean the superdome doesn't really make sense at this point uh the stadium in metairie uh it was called uh, you know where the old zephyrs played that's not really a venue it's available anymore that see that's the problem is you just don't really the ballpark and Bloxy wouldn't be big enough to hold it it's not and it doesn't in terms of holding the media that necessary it doesn't it doesn't really suit those needs so it's it makes a lot of sense, but, you know, unfortunately, there just isn't a venue that makes sense for it at the right, plate in Pensacola. Right. <laughs> I,
3: don't, I don't know. There I mean. we go. I, I'm, for yeah. that. I'm for that. And, and, look, let us not forget about baseball, Patrick, That, uh, and, and we're about to have the coach on the show. Pearl River Community College just won the national championship. Yeah. Yeah,
10: yeah. I mean, on every level in, in the state of Mississippi, high school, junior college, college, Uh, And, you know, I think, you know, unfortunately, it wasn't really available to me. I was in kind of a young community. Didn't really have it. But a lot of these towns around the state of Mississippi, you've got that youth baseball that really kind of gets the ball rolling uh, in Mississippi, and you have good coaches and good people involved. And that's how things start, and they just kind of uh, – these players and coaches really develop all the way up.
3: Right. All right, Patrick, about three minutes left. I I want you to just kind of give us your analysis – of what you think we're going to see this weekend, and who has to do what? Both schools, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, have to do what to go to Omaha?
10: Well, you know, Southern Miss has just got to pitch like it's capable of pitching, and they have to be, you know, be able to take advantage of some of those opportunities that Ole Miss is going to give them. And I think they're in good shape. Uh, I think they're going to play good enough defense. I don't think that's going to be a big problem. Even though, it, but if they do boot it around, that is going to become a problem. Uh, so, I, you know, Caesars' odds out today, they give – you know, it's basically even odds on the series as a whole. Uh, but Southern Miss is a slight favorite on its home field, and I, I tend to agree with that. As far as Ole Miss goes, they've just got to really hit the ball really well and not let these Southern Miss pitchers really kind of dictate uh, the pace of these games and, and get going, you know. But if the Southern Miss pitchers are really at their max uh, or pitching their best, it's going to be really tough for them to do that. Uh, and Southern Miss cannot let Tim Elko really get going. Uh, and he's hit the ball really well. He really kind of won the Oxford Regional for the Rebels by himself uh, last go-round, and Southern Miss cannot let him do it. I mean, it's almost one of those things that if, if, if he comes up, you know, he has to double his first time up in the regional, just start walking. You know? I mean, he's he right, right. can be that dominant. Take him out of the game. So they just, you, you just can't let him control the game. Uh, Gonzalez is really good and they have some other quality bats, but everything goes around Elko. So uh, if Southern Miss takes advantage of this opportunity to get the pitching that is capable of, I think they win the, re- the Super All
3: right. Did you like this pitching lineup, the change, Waldrop Hall-Riggins?
10: Sure. I, I don't think they really had much choice going with Hall on Monday. Uh, they had to give him maybe an extra day of rest. So it, it makes sense. It was kind of expected whenever he went on Monday. But it stacks up pretty well. Uh, you know, even if you lose game one, you're feeling pretty good about who you have on the mound the next two days. Uh, so this Southern Miss, this you know, Tennessee is really good. There's a lot of good pitching staffs out there, but I think Southern Miss right now is one of the probably the, round, round about the th- three best uh, pitching staffs left in, in the yeah. field.
3: Yeah, real quickly, Patrick, and we haven't even talked about Riggins. Who would be your mm-hmm. who would be your your Monday right. guy? Who's been the most consistent of all three in the last month of the season?
10: Yeah, nobody talks about him, but he's got the best ERA of the whole staff. Uh, in terms of the yeah. starters.
3: <laughs> he's kind of so, uh, he, like the forgotten ace, isn't he?
10: Yeah, yeah. He was almost kind of, you know, I, I almost kind of thought maybe they would have gone with him uh, in game two in, in the regional, but it, it makes sense. If Waldrop throws as well as he did the last four innings against LSU, nobody's hitting him, you know. Uh, so right. I, but, yeah, I mean, all three – Miss has three aces on the mound. Uh, th- those are all three right. guys that would be aces for near about anybody else left in the field.
3: All right, Patrick, what do you say we get back together next week and talk about what Southern Miss has to do to win the College World Series?
10: If that is the case, well, we will most certainly talk about it.
3: All right, buddy. We appreciate you as always, Patrick.
10: All right. Thanks, guys.
3: Patrick McGee, everybody, uh, from NOLA.com. Now, talk about champions. Uh, Coach Michael Avalon is in the building. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. his team did. did the only thing they just recently accomplished was winning the national championship. Yep. So, my God, we, <laughs> we live in baseball heaven, do we not? Pretty Is much. Not baseball
4: heaven. If you don't like baseball, you're in the wrong state. Yeah, and you know, there's a couple of really
3: outstanding Golden Eagles that were groomed at the yep. Pearl River, and we're going to ask him about that as well. We're very excited about having uh, Coach on the show with us. We're broadcasting this afternoon, as we've been saying, from Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street. And I want to thank, uh, of course, uh, them for having us down here, really some of our very favorite people. Tomorrow we're back on the road. We've got John Cox. We've got Michael Sterling. We've got Hill Denson. We've got Daniel Stewart. We've got Jeff Mitchell, the Deputy Athletic Director. We Here we're going to have Steve Davenport. We're pretty excited about that. And we're going to hear from Tanner Hall, Charlie Fisher, Dustin Dickerson, And, of course, we're going to wrap it up with the final thoughts tomorrow afternoon from Coach Scott Berry. As this momentous countdown, Michael Bergens, continues to this incredible event, the Hattiesburg Super Regional.
4: And that's the key word, momentous. And, again, just the the air around here. (laughs) I just want to stay here all day because in here it's it's just a buzz, people in and out, uh, and they're all here for the same reason. Uh, to support Southern Miss so uh, if you need that gear for this weekend, again, even if you're not going to the game, plenty of opportunities to watch the game either at Spirit Park or you have the big video screens up, but uh, just a variety of opportunities to be in town because I I have a good feeling that by oh Sunday at 6pm that this town will, uh, it may hit the Richter scale by (laughs) by the movement in this city. I think you're right. We're going to continue from Campus Book Bar, at the Home of
3: Miss Kathleen next.
0: Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Eagle
3: Hour. Glad you're with us around the state this afternoon on the Super Talk Radio Network. And if you're going to join us on line, you're always welcome to do that. And of course, all of our podcasts. I don't remember Michael.
4: Do you remember? Them? You have that written down for me in the studio. iTunes, Stitcher. Just if you got Alexa, which I did the other day and freaked me out. Because <laughs> you had played it, the, the okay. recent episode. Just tell Alexa to play Super Eagle Hour.
3: Hey, we're thrilled to have Pearl River Community College National Championship Baseball Coach Michael Avalon here and Dr. Adam Beerwood, the president of that great institution. And let me say, first of all, gentlemen, how much Super Talk values our relationship with Pearl River. We consider you one of our dearest partners and. No one was happier than Super Talk Coach to hear the news. Congratulations. What an accomplishment.
2: Well, thank you so much. Uh, Excited to be here, and thank you for having me.
3: So put in perspective. You're the national champion.
2: Put it in perspective. It's just one of those things you dream about as a player and a coach, um, you know, throughout. And now it's finally here, and you're just thankful and and so humbled by it. It's just such an honor to uh, coach guys that work so hard and, and accomplish so much. And so you're just happy for them um and your family and all they go through and and supporting you uh and also our institution obviously who uh believes in us and and supported us and uh so uh, we were playing for you know something bigger than ourselves for sure out there it was for um what we think is the best junior college in the country and uh, our fans and and families so very very thankful for that
3: what were your realistic expectations when the season started and when did you know this was a special group of young men
2: uh, well, we we knew we had a really talented group. We have twelve Division One signees on this group right now, so we knew we had a chance. And when when I say a chance, a chance to uh, play for a championship for sure, but also get back to Enid, Oklahoma. That was our goal. Um, you know, I tell them all the time: once you get there, it's just it's just a matter who who plays the best. You know, because there's a lot of really good teams from all across the country. And um, uh, but we knew we were really good defensively, good on the mound, and uh, a little more athletic uh, offensively. So we thought we had a pretty good shot to win a championship and maybe you know win the whole thing
3: now dr beerwood you know a little a bit about baseball you played on a really great program yourself you're a william carey uh, graduate and 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 former crusader baseball player so you must have enormous pride in, in this young man and, and what's happened
1: well i really am and i tell you it's not just with the end result on the field this year it's all the little things that take place off the field coach avalon came to pearl river six years ago Um, And he had a mission, and he had a goal in mind. And to watch my dear friend and somebody that we all care about reach this goal with some outstanding players, um, it's something I'll never forget, Um, professionally, personally. um, I'm just so proud of him and everything they've accomplished.
3: Now, you told us a great story. There's a young man, your center fielder. What's his name, Coach? Tate Parker. He broke the record for home runs and hits. And he broke your
1: record, Doctor. Well, he did, and um, you know, you would think you would think that uh, as close as Coach Abby and I are, that he could look after me a little bit. But um, if anybody was going to break it, I'd tell you, Tate Parker's the best I've ever seen in a pro uniform in terms of swinging a bat. Uh, somebody who is just absolutely incredible. Um, so. Very, very very happy for Tate and his family. Um, That that was something I was a little proud of, but but I'm okay. At least we won a national championship.
3: That's right. You sent two kids to Southern Miss, Reese Ewing and Landon Harper, and uh, we've had the opportunity to get to know both of those kids. And they're great baseball players, but I think even more than that, they're just great young men. I think that's an example of of what your school – and baseball producers, Coach.
2: Absolutely. Well, that's one of the things that, you know, Dr. Brewer actually, um, you know, says that it's, uh, um, you know, it's our goal to um, uh, help them become better – you know, uh, students obviously, but he, you know, also looking in the future, better fathers and sons and all that. And so right. that we we let that trickle down to our program to where it's not just about, you know, winning in baseball. We want them to be the right people off the field, the right students, the right sons, the right boyfriends, husbands. Um, and those two that you're talking about come from special families. Uh, that's something that's very important to us in the recruiting process is making sure, you know, we want the best players, but we want the right people too. And so their families are very important. And those two, uh, those families have supported us even uh, while we're in the World series i heard from both of those uh families players um you know very supportive wanted to see us win and now now we get to return the favor and get to watch them this weekend and 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 you know hope that uh y'all get back to the uh, world series and we'll be pulling for them and those two are just a joy to watch Scott Berry
3: tells me often that that he be one of the major reasons that we have three elite Division 1 baseball programs is because of the Junior College Baseball Association. Dr. Brewer would comment on that. It's a when you look at when you look at football in Mississippi, junior college football Junior College Baseball. I'm putting our schools up against any in the country.
1: Well, I think you're safe to do that. You know, there's obviously a lot of talent in our area, but there's a lot of resources that we're currently putting into this. And it's just opportunities for students to go to college, to do something that they love, um, an opportunity to make different moments, memories at these colleges, and hopefully continue to help build our Division One programs in the state of Mississippi. What's so good is most of these students are staying in the state. And so we've really turned into a feeder program. And uh, I think at the end of the day, you'll see a lot of success across the board, and a lot of it starts on the GECO level. Now, Coach, where would you recruit this team? Is this a... Is this a, a nucleus of kids
3: from this region, or did you just go everywhere finding the best ball player?
2: Um, you know, we're, we are locally um, heavy um, as, as far as our recruiting, uh, you know, south of Jackson, south Mississippi area. Um, you know, the Pine Belt area, is of baseball rich, is, is, is special. Um, it's unlike any other, you know, as far as size uh, area in the country. It's just, um, you know, not the biggest area when you look at Texas and stuff like this, but if you look at what happens right here in the Pine Belt, it, it can compete against anyone in the country. Um, so I'm very simple in recruiting um if i need a gallon of milk i'm gonna go to close to the store and get it i'm not going to pass it up uh, you know and, and and same way with recruiting uh we're going to start locally um that's what a little you know special about this group was um i could see it in their eyes it meant something more to them to say hey we get a chance to help pearl river win a national championship um you know me being from jackson and and, and obviously times have changed and our um, marketing department has done a phenomenal job of getting pearl river out but me being from jackson i didn't know how know a whole lot about uh, Pearl River. And, um, uh, you know, I actually came down uh, for uh, 2002 was a regional uh, with Coach Artig and them hosting. I remember walking into Pearl River and thinking, man, this is a special place. The atmosphere is just different. Um, And so, that's that's what we tried to use with these guys to get guys that are local because it's just going to mean a little more to them. Uh, it's going to be a little more special to them and their families, and that was something that was very very unique about this group. A lot and it of helps that... with
3: attendance and stuff. A- right? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um, when you look at Enid, Oklahoma, we were out there. We heard from several people out there um, how impressed they were with our fan base and how many people traveled out there to support us. And yeah. kind of uh, Pearl River took over Enid, so yeah. uh, we were very proud of that.
3: Doctor Beerwood, would you look at what this young man's accomplished? And then we could talk a whole show about your basketball team. Game. They don't hardly ever lose a game. What what a, what a trend are we seeing in athletics? Though?
1: I think there's a lot of friendly competition that takes place. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I'm encouraging it to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we've had a lot of success. Seven out of you know eight out of seven out of eight out of our major programs while ranked nationally this year. Uh, but I think it goes back to what Coach Avalon said. You know, we, we have a standard in which we want to do things. We want to get local kids. We want to get people who believe in what we're trying to do. Take a comprehensive approach, um, you know, caring about them socially, morally, ethically, spiritually, athletically, and try to build better men to become better husbands and fathers. And we think winning will take care of itself, and it's done that. And um, I think it will continue to grow. I think we've got some great seeds planted. Uh, under the leadership of people like coach Avalon um, I think the future is bright and I think you'll continue to see wonderful things all right what do you do next how do you how do you what do you do for an encore coach
2: we, we try to do it again that's for sure um, I can um, when we dogpiled and needed several of the freshmen came up to me immediately hugged me and said, coach we got to get back next year and that's the mindset that you want you know I think success makes you one of two things I think it uh, makes you uh, complacent or hungry for more and so I think we've got the right guys that are hungry for it that they want it um, and hopefully they'll um, you know, do their best to, um, you know, know, have an encore, as you say. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, We're going to enjoy it for a little bit right now. You know, those guys need a break. It was a long tournament, uh, but we'll get back to work. And, um, you know, that was the thing. As we were coming home Sunday, uh, there were games going on at our field. We weren't even there. And so – it doesn't stop, It you know, and as coaches, that's what we've got to be willing to do is to keep working, keep pushing, um, because success can be short-lived if you don't work and, uh, right. you know, stay after it. I've always heard in sports it's harder to stay on top than it is to get to the top. That's correct. That's reminds me of my... My dad was a basketball coach growing up, and he always told me that. He says, it's, it's, it's tough to get to the top, but it's even tougher to stay there. So we make sure we mention that to our guys and we push that. Uh, uh, but we've got the right people. Uh, we've got the right support. And, um, you know, Pearl River's a special place, just, uh, you know, and we're excited to be there.
3: Uh, what time of the day was it when you won the championship?
2: Uh, it's probably five thirty, six o'clock. Okay. I think it started at 3, so 5.36. Right.
3: What time of the next
2: day did you finally fall asleep <laughs> you know I, late into the morning but i remember the first thing that I, and, and this is honest and and i woke up the next morning i remember thinking man this is it it really happened it wasn't a dream you know and, and that was the first thing that went through my mind because i had to say you know what you know what where am i and then all of a sudden man it it, it you know we really did it and so uh it was a um, pretty special moment
3: I'm sure it was. Now, Dr. Beerwood, is there any chance that there will be a presidential audit of those statistics?
1: I think that would be important to do, um, full evaluation of all of these statistics. Um, yeah, I'm going to give them a hard time about that for a while. But um, just, again, happy for Coach and, and and Tate and everybody who had outstanding years. I was, I, you yeah. know, just having a small part, small hand in it um, was something that uh, will remain with us for the rest of our life.
3: It's just incredible. I mean, it's incredible. When we when we think about the greatness in in baseball, from the high school level, here we've got a national champion, 30 miles from where we're sitting right now, and we've got two universities about to play for a chance to go compete in the final eight of the whole nation. It's 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 a remarkable it's a remarkable
2: thing. Yep. Yep. It's um. Special, a special area, special state with baseball for sure.
3: Can't tell you how proud of you we are. Congratulations, well, thank you, so much. Thank you so much. Doctor. Thank you very much for coming. Honored to be here. Thank you. We'll be right back.
0: To the top, to the top. you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
3: Hey, welcome back. Eagle Hour broadcasting from Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street. Glad you're with us around the state this afternoon. Hattiesburg Super Regional special coverage all weekend on Super Talk. Sponsored by Excalibur Vapes, Parish Tractor, Haberd Pest Control, Advantage One Insurance, the Garris Insurance Agency, Realty Executives, Don Medley at Medley Law Group, Strix Barbecue, Quarter Market Food Stores. You can see business people love Southern Miss baseball. I'll tell you who else loves it is Miss Kathleen. She manages Campus Bookmark down here. What a hubbub of activity today! Yes, it
9: is. Been very busy. Everybody's excited.
3: Have you seen Have you seen this much excitement on a regular basis, or is this not a bit unusual?
9: Well, no, this is a bit un- unusual. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's it's a big crew in here, but this is. This is a real big crew.
3: Yeah. There's a vibe in the air. Yes, there? there is. There's an energy in the yes, air right now. Yes, a lot now. of energy. Yep. Uh, so you were telling me one time I was down here talking with you a few weeks ago, and, and we were talking about the baseball players and how classy these kids are, and you, you gave me such a great example. Tell me about that.
9: Well, I have seen the baseball players in line to go to the checkout counter and see – someone who is older than what they are, and not even, a couple times I've seen them, they weren't even older. You, you can go ahead of me. They'll let them go ahead of them and get, if the line is a little bit long, let them go ahead of them, and they, and they wait, and then they get their turn.
3: And you said, too, when you're conversing with them, you get the same response that i get every time i talk to them every time i talk to one of them it's yes sir no sir thank you sir
9: absolutely
3: you get the same thing except yes ma'am no absolutely. ma'am thank you ma'am right yes right yes right. all right well tell us about campus bookmark. now this is a big weekend and uh the tournament actually starts, of course, Saturday at 3 o'clock. I can only imagine what it's going to be like here Saturday morning, tomorrow night. But talk about the hours that you're going to keep, when people can come by, and what all you have in relationship to the tournament.
9: So on Saturday, I'm going to open at 8 in the morning. And I will be open till nobody comes back in the doors.
3: Wow. So you're going to... Uh, Shouldn't you close at 3 where you can go enjoy the baseball game yourself?
9: Well, I might think about that. Okay.
3: You should think about that, okay. But
9: the last time I went was the game that they lost, so I don't want to do that. Well, maybe that.
3: you should, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> not maybe you should keep take- the store open and sit here. Know.
9: <laughs> I know. The last night, that's why I didn't go the other night. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. That's
3: right. You were at the Saturday night LSU game. Yeah. Yes, yes. But yeah. right, what about tomorrow?
9: No, what time is the one tomorrow? Well,
3: there's no game tomorrow. Oh. but I mean, what are you going to be your hours of operation tomorrow?
9: Um, I will open at um, nine tomorrow.
3: Nine, and then
9: close whenever nobody else comes in Well, you in normally
3: here. close at five, right?
9: But, well, I haven't closed at five in a long time.
3: I see. <laughs> yeah. and then they they will be playing Sunday. For, yes, for sure. You're open on Sunday, am I right? I am open on Sunday. What are those hours? Those hours on a game
9: day is 9 to whenever.
3: To whenever. Okay. Now, we've seen people here all day. I just saw one lady with like six or seven super regional Mm T-shirts. There are bags and bags and bags and bags of them hanging over here where you've sold them online. Do you have more? How many will you have? When do people need to come if they want a super regional shirt?
9: Um, I have another load that's supposed to be here this afternoon, but we still have a we have a rack with with some of them still on it. I okay. think we still have all the sizes for uh, not not all the sizes in a lot, but we still have some sizes. And
3: you still have some conference USA championship shirts. Yep,
9: got a few of those left.
3: And uh, regional shirts, or did you sell all of those? Sold
9: all of those. Right.
3: Okay. What is uh? Year in and year out, I guess Christmas is obviously your biggest time of the year. Is that correct, or am I wrong?
9: Mm, I think the sports are. Is that what you mean, like like buying-wise? Right,
3: right. Sports. Okay. So you'll get a little little bit of a reprieve after Southern Miss plays in the World Series. Yes. And uh, then football will be right on top of you. Yes. So when would you start getting, for example, football merchandise in? Football merchandise will start coming in in July. I got you. And you'll have baseball stuff through the rest of the summer. Now I'm fixing to put you on the spot. Okay. What's your biggest seller?
9: What's, What's the biggest seller? What
3: sports is the biggest seller?
9: Um, for this year? Mm-hmm. Okay, using this year? um, Baseball.
3: Baseball. Yeah, baseball baseball holds its own every year yes. with, with any sport? Yes. Yeah. They love a lot. They kind of love Southern Miss Baseball around yes. here, don't they? Yes. Yes. They, they do. do. They do. So, Michael, uh, I've said this before, but a couple weeks ago, I go in Coach Berry's office and he says, Bob, come here. Did you know this woman right here? <laughs> Sitting on the couch is Miss Kathleen. And there's a bunch of baseballs up on Coach Berry's desk. She's making him autograph. She's telling him exactly how this, to do this it. This she wrestles Gabe Montenegro in the office, has him sign a baseball. And they were just doing whatever you said. Yeah, they were.
9: Well, it was for my... My granddaughter loves the, the baseball team. Loves the baseball team. Now, his, her favorite is um, Gabe. Mm-hmm. Gabe is her favorite. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she likes them all, but now Gabe is her favorite. And so... Um, she just kept saying, Gee, you got to get me a ball that they gave beside signed. And, and I need one for Coach Berry, too, because he's the boss.
4: <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah. I'm you've yeah. got the balls here. I'm buying one when we're done here because I'm going to attempt to do that. I may have to ask you some advice on how to approach that angle. But, uh, yeah, if you can put Southern Miss on it, you've got it here. I
9: know. I know.
4: Thank you for having us.
9: You're welcome. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you for having
3: Great us. fun out here. You're welcome to come football. anytime. Well, thank you very much. All right, down the street, Fuzzy's Tacos tomorrow, 1 to 3 o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss, to the top.